When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Lobon. Tony, it's National Old Stuff Day. Tony Kornheiser, shout out to us. We are the definition of old stuff. If you add our ages together in dog years, it's like 4,000. We're old, right? I hear old stuff. I'm thinking about a garage sale. I, I don't, I'm not thinking yeah. about me. I'm thinking about really? know, bad stuff that needs to be thrown out. Given but if somebody. you had a garage sale in your many houses, I'd put a bid in on you. That's <laughs> what I would do. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Ravens discuss Lamar Jackson, the Knicks rolling, and Brian Windhorst joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Kevin Durant shooting 10 for 15 and scoring 23 points in his debut with the Phoenix Suns last night. Suns went on the road. They comfortably beat Charlotte by 14 points. Wilbon, how do you think the Suns look? Tony, they look smart. And I think I'm going to go into an area which will mean something to you. Because, you know, you, you can't watch basketball with as few people that are out there without making instant comparisons to other things you see in your life. And, Tony, I went back to a place that is comfortable to you. I went back to when I was 10 and 12 years old and my father said, sit down. We're going to watch Celtics Knicks, which is what you got, like, every week when I was a kid. And they remind me of the Knicks teams, the intelligence with which they played, the intellect which with these sons play. It's why Kevin Durant said enough of this other stuff. We play with them. And you got Chris Paul and you got Booker and you got Durant. And you got three high, high, high IQ level players. And if Aiton, fine, he's a young buck, he'll come along, he'll join them hopefully. But I thought about them I thought about Golden State, the, 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 the current Golden State teams that move the ball so intelligently and beautifully. And I thought about my yeah. Bulls teams, the second Jordan 3P, 96-7-8, with Steve Kerr and, of course, Scottie Pippen and Ron Harper. And, Tony, that's what I thought. I just thought, this is beautiful. I'm not projecting. It's Charlotte, even though they had one four straight. I'm not projecting. I'm just saying what I saw last night was a thing of beauty, and I want to see – how long it continue and what level it at which it can continue? So I didn't see the game. I tried to see the game. It wasn't on in Washington, D.C. No. I, I tried to see it. But I saw Durant's highlights this morning. And he's got that glide back. He, he yeah. looked like vintage Kevin Durant. He didn't take a bad shot. He didn't take a forced shot. There was a smoothness to everything that he did. And we yeah. saw this at Golden State. He can go to a new team and defer to their players for a while and fit in. Kevin Durant, as we know, doesn't have to be the biggest star out there. You get him the ball, he will, he will produce for you. We have seen this before. I'm going to give you – I'm not giving you analytics now. I'm just going to give you a few small numbers. I believe Booker had 37 points. Yep, I believe Chris Paul had 11 assists. And I believe DeAndre Ayton had 16 rebounds. 16 and 16. There is a division of labor there. They know their roles there. Yes. Kevin Durant doesn't have to come in and lead them in everything. It's not going to work that way. Mike, in a week to a week and a half, 
They're going to be the best team in basketball if Kevin Durant stays right. healthy and plays like this. He was, he was. Yeah, what does Kevin Durant say? I'm Kevin Durant. You all know who I am. Yeah. That's who he well, was Tony, last night. The other Kevin Durant line real quickly was when he said in some frustration when they weren't winning as much in Brooklyn early, and he said, are we supposed to win these games just because I'm out there? He doesn't have to worry about that in, with, the, with the Suns. He doesn't. They're, like you said, nope, not just nope. division of labor, but a sense of accountability and guys who know what the hell they're doing. That is what stood out to me. Just, just the, the balance of the floor, the beauty of it all. I, I, I just want to see how long can this go on. I hope it goes till mid-June. I'll be out here like you and your attic. Elsewhere in the NBA, we got a couple of streakers, Tone. The Bucks beat the Magic last night from Milwaukee 16th straight. And your Knickerbockers beat the Nets for their seventh straight win. Tone, which of these streaks is more notable to you? Okay, so let me be very clear in what I'm saying, Mike. I don't care if the Knicks were 0-65 and and then won seven games in a row. That does not compare to a 16-game winning streak in the NBA. And forged against some pretty good teams. Milwaukee has beaten Phoenix. Milwaukee has beaten Denver. They've beaten Boston. They've beaten Miami twice. They beat the Clippers twice. 16 is a real streak, and 7 is uh, sort of like a burp. It doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> the, the, um, the Milwaukee Bucks, I believe, have not lost since January 21st. That's over a month. When Giannis has been on the floor, I think they have not lost since January 6th. That's almost two months. And you seriously ask me, I think the Knicks streak is more notable. Miami is a, not Miami, Milwaukee is a championship caliber team. This, this squad won the championship a couple of years ago. You know, last time the Knicks won a championship was 50 years ago. All right, they've been living on fumes ever since. It's so long ago that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was on the Bucks, And that 38,000 thing that, that LeBron went past, Kareem probably had 2,000 then. It's an eternity. Don't talk to me about the Knicks. The correct answer to this question, which is more notable, is the Knicks' streak. Because the Bucs did win a championship two years ago. Because the Bucs are great and we know it. And I do have, you know, whatever league pass. I can watch all these games and do and did. And the Knickerbockers with young Chicago and Jalen Brunson leading the way. Tony, they're a threat. They're in fifth place. They can get to fourth. They're going to play Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland, it looks like, in what would really be an exciting first-round series. Look. You're not serious. You're not serious, right? You don't think it's they could be Philadelphia to have the or Knicks Boston in this or position? No, but oh you got a series God. before you get to that. You what, don't get to that in the first you round. Drink this morning. What are you talking huh? about? This is exciting. Stop, Julius Randle playing well, huh? Jalen Brunson. It's not playing exciting well. unless Julius Tibbs. Irving plays. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we move now to football, and the 500-pound canary in the Baltimore Ravens room, the unsigned Lamar Jackson. Yesterday, John Harbaugh, as usual, said he loves Lamar, and Lamar will be his quarterback in Baltimore. Harbaugh said, I'm quoting here, I am fervently hopeful a deal will get done, unquote. Harbaugh said he believes, quote, 200% that Lamar wants to be with the Ravens. Then the GM joined in, and he said he too loves Lamar, adding, quote, I remain positive. I have no reason not to remain positive, unquote. Wilbon, are you as optimistic as the Ravens seem to be that a deal with Lamar Jackson will get done? But why wouldn't I be? They're, they're with the Ravens. And it's not the coach or the manager and the GM of Manchester United. You didn't ask two dudes right. like 8,000 miles away. They're sitting there every day. 
They have cut. They, we yeah. know their owner is not some despot who just doesn't talk to people and has no relationship with the people he employs. We know Steve Bashotti better than that. Don't tell me that these guys would trot out there and say that publicly at the combine, no less fear of God, trumpet music, if they didn't have some hint that this was coming. So I'm as optimistic as they are. Yes, I am. Wow. I don't think anybody can be optimistic about this. John Harbaugh, in every public statement he's made in the last year, year and a half, has smooched up to Lamar. Lamar is not signed. He and the GM are out there, and they're painting this beautiful watercolor of tranquility. Lamar is not signed. He hasn't signed anything for over he a will. year and a half, I think, He'll or even sign. more than that. I don't necessarily believe that he will. Plus, he makes public statements that appear that his feathers are often ruffled. I, Mike, I, I mean, you, you look at this circumstance. He said ample opportunity to sign. I think one of the impediments, Mike, is that he's acting for himself. He doesn't have an agent or a lawyer. Right, and I think that's right. a mistake, and here's why. You need a buffer too. in there. You need an agent or a lawyer to calm things down, to smooth things out when you're going head-to-head with somebody. No, I all agree. I'm, I'm not at all certain he's going to sign. Not at all. I, I'm not. I, I, I agree with all the things that you just checked off. And my conclusion is, what else is he going to do? What's he going to do, start a podcast? Of course he's going to go play no, football. He couldn't do anything for he's one gonna year anyway. He's going to take $45 million when he's franchised, and then he's going to try and get out. I think that's I, possible. Listen, listen. The one thing that Baltimore said the smartest thing is they know how hard it is to operate without a quarterback. They've got one. Got to have one. Figure it out. Got a terrific I think they will. And you know what? I'll tell you when they're in real trouble with Lamar. When he goes into darkness and he goes into a room and they push the food on a tray under some bars like he's a dog, if he does that yeah. for four days, then the Ravens There'll are There'll be a trouble. note. There'll be a note. Enjoy this steak. Love, Aaron. <laughs> Let's take a break. Coming up, the Lakers won without LeBron or Anthony Davis last night. We're going to ask Brian Windhorst what he's hearing about when LeBron will return. And we'll also ask him about this talk that James Harden could leave the Sixers and return to Houston for what? What? Houston's dreadful. Stop it. You better think. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Burger King. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. 
Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. We're in the home stretch of the NBA season, which makes it a perfect time to bring our great friend, ESPN senior writer Brian Windhorse on the show with us. Let's start with LeBron James, who you've known pretty much your whole life and his whole life. What are you hearing about LeBron and the foot and when he may be back or not be back? What are you hearing? Yeah, they're saying three weeks, but it's not going to be three weeks. It's going to be longer than three weeks. And really, when they're reevaluating LeBron in three weeks, the Lakers are going to be reevaluating their season. It's about 10 games. They're in 11th place right now. Their schedule's favorable. They got a bunch of home games coming up, but it's kind of hard to give them many wins. And so I think we'll get to that point. There'll be about nine or 10 games left in the season, and you'll have a better idea of where they're going. Guys, this is five years now LeBron has played for the Lakers. In four of those five years, he has ended the season with some kind of injury. He's had to shut it down three of those times. And the one time he came back after being out for a huge stretch with an ankle injury and kind of limped through the first round of the playoffs. And here we are again. This is unfortunately where he's been in his Lakers tenure, dealing with an injury at the end of the season. The only time he was healthy was the year they won the title when they were in the bubble. So it's really a setback for them, but it's also a penalty for the first 50 games that they play. This is such a better team, such a better roster, and they had such high hopes just a few days ago. But the reason that they have no margin for error and the reason that they can't afford an injury is because of how horribly the team was built to start the season, and they got to walk around with that record that they earned over those first 50 games. Ugh. Ugh. Sad for those of, one of, those of us who want to see LeBron in the postseason. Let's go to, of course, Kyrie. Kyrie and Luca, one and four Wendy's is playing together. Um, they look dreadful at times to me, particularly defensively, like when Luca is not even interested in playing the game. He's supposed to whine his way back down the court. What does all this do to Kyrie in any sense that he might stay in Dallas as a free agent? Yeah, we're, we're headed for a real interesting situation here. So like, I know there's a lot of focus on the way they've struggled at the very end of games. Who gets the last shot? Hot potato. But frankly, if you have Kyrie and you have Luka, you're not looking to have games come down to the last possession. You're looking to bury teams with your offensive onslaught early in the games and not worry about at the end. Except maybe one out of every eight or ten games. So the other night they played the Indiana Pacers at home. The Pacers are not one of the better teams in the league. They give up 69 points in the first half to them and then give up 65% shooting in the third quarter. It's just no way to win. And the reason this is all interesting is because the layer on top of this about Kyrie's free agency. And he has said, please don't talk about my free agency. Don't ask me about my free agency. I don't want to talk about it. And that's fine, but the situation is the situation. And it'd be one thing if you could say, oh, well, the Mavericks are going to have a couple of years here to build this team up. And if they don't win it this year, you know, they'll add a couple of pieces and it'll be okay. But we can't say that. And really what I think is all of the talk about the Lakers being interested 
only applies pressure to the Mavericks to offer him the long-term contract. That's what he really wanted. He would have stayed in Brooklyn if they put that three- or four-year contract on the table. Heck, he probably wanted five. And the Mavericks, you know, the Nets didn't want to do that, and the Mavericks probably don't want to do it either. But if they get to the end of this, and the only way that they know they're going to be able to keep Kyrie with the Lakers looming out there is to give him that contract and then give him the free reign to not be under the pressure of having to prove himself because of the contract, you're asking for trouble. So I think this was a bit of a tenuous situation situation at best when the Mavericks made this choice and it's only getting you know more you know dangerous feeling as the days go by. Ryan, Philadelphia is playing the Mavericks tonight and just when it appears Philly is going to be out of the drama sweepstakes we start reading and hearing hearing in more than one quarters but the Philadelphia Inquirer was reporting today that James Harden may want to return as a free agent to Houston to perhaps the worst team in the league, how seriously are you taking that? Why the hell would Harden want to leave a serious contender and Joel Embiid to go to Houston? Well, this is kind of like Kyrie. Regardless of what Harden actually wants, it only benefits him that this is out there because the 76ers weren't crazy about giving him a four- or five-year max last summer. He didn't play great for them, certainly not to the level of a $200 million deal. He has played much better this year. And if you're worried about him genuinely going back to Houston, then you're going to be maybe more encouraged to give him that contract that he wants. So I don't think James Harden has a problem at all with this being a discussion. As for Houston, let's just be honest. They can't decide on their future until they see what happens at the lottery. If they win the draft lottery and they know that they're getting Victor Wembanyama, that's going to affect everything that they do as a franchise for the short-term, probably medium-term future. If they get the second pick and they know that they're going to get Scoot Henderson, a franchise point guard for the long term, are they still looking at bringing in James Harden? So, I also don't even know who's going to be coaching that team. I don't know what other changes are going to be made. So if we get to July 1st and the Sixers have had a disappointing end of the season and Harden does have a legitimate interest in Houston, then we'll get there. Right now, I think the stories being out there only is partially a leverage opportunity for James Harden. Thank you, Brian. It's always a pleasure. Brian, Thank you so appreciate much. appreciate it. Good to see you. Enjoy, guys. Let's take one last break still to come. The Pistons blow a game to the Bulls. Oh, did they? And my Bears are giving players unusual challenges at the Combine. The Combine is such an awful thing. It's an awful, it ought to be outlawed. It really ought to be. Wait a second. You're, you're doing a, a mock draft 3.0. You need to go to the Combine for the Every Bears. Every day. What are you talking well, about? I'm, I'm thinking what? of going this weekend, you but you're not supposed to tell people. Well, yeah. I don't understand why you would knock it. The Bears are going to benefit from it. You ought to be out there with a stopwatch. You. It's a loathsome. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 25th birthday to a Tonga Vailoa. The two quarterbacks who entered the season under the most scrutiny were, curiously, both out of Alabama, Jalen Hurts and Tua. Both passed their tests with flying colors. Hurts led the Eagles to the Super Bowl, and Tua was 8-0 at one point in games he started and finished with the Dolphins. But Tua had difficulty staying out of concussion protocol. On three different occasions, he was hit and dropped to the turf on his head, prompting all who saw it to think he was concussed, and three times it turned out he was. Ultimately, he missed the Dolphins' final three games. On the season, he had 25 touchdown passes and eight interceptions. Nobody doubts to his football ability. They doubt the wisdom of him staying in football. Yeah, Tony, I mean, there are a lot of players who've suffered some early injuries and then got straightened out and were able to avoid them. But the fear I know with you is that there are a lot of players who had this pattern early and were never able to get beyond it. And we certainly hope that Tua, given his gifts, can get beyond it. Happy anniversary, Jamie Dixon. On this day 12 years ago, the then Pittsburgh coach got a 66-50 win over South Florida. With that win, Dixon set an NCAA D1 record for the most victories in the first eight seasons of career with 214. One more than Everett Case at NC State and Roy Williams at Kansas. In 2016, after 13 seasons at Pitt, Dixon took the job at TCU, his alma mater. Decidedly not a basketball school, Dixon quickly led the Horned Frogs to their first ever win over number one team. The next year, TCU made the NCAAs, and right now, TCU is ranked number 22 in the country and just beat number nine Texas last night. Joe Lenardi has him as a five seed in the NCAAs. Tony, how crazy would it be if TCU doubled up after its great football season and yeah. got there in yeah. basketball too? And that would upset yeah. the apple cart in the state of Texas, wouldn't it? Although Texas has sent some basketball would. schools to the final four like Houston. It has. Happy trails to last night's game for the Pistons after they called a timeout they didn't have. Shades of Chris Webber calling a timeout he didn't have for a Michigan team. Oh, that's The Bulls cold. held on to beat the Pistons last night when with 9.7 seconds left and the Pistons down two, rookie Jaden Ivey called timeout after the Pistons had exhausted their limit. So a technical foul was called. Zach Levine made that free throw and DeMar DeRozan made two more on the ensuing Chicago possession. Pistons coach Dwayne Casey, who threw his hands to his head in agony when Ivy called time, didn't blame the rookie, saying the game wasn't lost on that play, but on a lack of defense early. And by the way, Chris Webber turned 50 years old yesterday. Happy belated to Chris. Ivy walked off the court, Tony. I was watching this too, with a towel over his head. I felt bad for him. But I love what Dwayne Casey did. He didn't go and hang some rookie out to dry. He said, that's hey, right. let, let's share right. in the blame here. That's what good coaching does. I don't care what the record is. That's what Dwayne Casey's been for a long time. Let's go to the big finish. Jalen Carter was charged with misdemeanor reckless driving and racing, and then he returned to the combine. Are you surprised? A little bit, Tony, and he says he came because he wants to answer questions, all the questions, clear his name. He said all that stuff. We'll see. Alabama beat Auburn to win the regular season SEC title. You watched some of that game. Your thoughts? 
I did. I, I missed the ending. I think Auburn was up like 17 with about 10 to go. Alabama's a worthy basketball team. The Bears have prospects playing putt-putt and darts at their combine interviews to test their competitiveness. Mr. Draft, does that make sense to you? No, because then they could draft me. I'm good at those two, so what? Connor McDavid is the fifth player in NHL history to have five straight multi-goal games. You impressed? Of course I am. Gretzky never did it. Last one, Patrick Kane, your boy, makes his debut for the Rangers tonight. What do you expect? I'm not going to watch that. I can't watch Patrick Kane in some blue shirt. I'm not going to do that and make you happy. I think it'll make me happy. Make me sad. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. Patrick Kane. It's like Jordan Pippen Patrick Kane. Huh? Here's sports. I love when you dismiss.